we as a society have to accept responsibility for the wrongs and the feelings of our society to make it better for all. And that includes our prisoners. The last thing we should be doing is allowing someone to make a profit off of prisons. It's disgusting. Hey everybody and welcome to the Andy that's in the Bonnevilles podcast. Hope you're all well. I am. Uh, it's here Saturday night here in Lurgan, centre of the world. And uh, I thought I'd, but I haven't done a podcast in a little over a week, a bit more than that actually. So I thought I'd better do one. Uh, I've been very busy. But uh, before we get going, like, share, subscribe, do all the good stuff. If you're listening to this podcast, you can head over to uh, my YouTube and there's a video of this whole thing and uh, me talking to you guys uh, over there and the link will be below. So do that. And um, so the first thing I want to talk about, we're going to talk a couple of different things. I'm going to up a little update on the Russia story from last week and a little bit about the coronavirus thing. I'm not going to go, I, I don't like to talk too much. I'll, I'll get to that. Um, and then a little bit about G4S, that horrible fucking company. So yeah, so there you go. Let's do this. <clears throat> so the first thing, uh, let's get rid of that on the screen and put that up there. First thing, oh no, the Russia thing. Why right, that didn't work? Okay, I tried to put a little thing up there on the screen of the Russia story. But it didn't. I didn't get it right. But anyway, um, the first thing is an update from, if you remember last week. Um, oh, there we go. Boom, done it. Got it. Got the picture. So there we go. So Russia was accused by. Um, well, the U.S. and then Britain, obviously being the U.S. puppet that it is, weighed in saying that the the Russian the Russians were paying the Taliban to kill American soldiers, and Britain claimed the same for British soldiers, um, as if the Taliban needed paid to kill. I mean, that's their default setting. That's I mean, you know, they come out of the fucking womb like that. Well, they don't. They're made, but that's a whole other thing. But anyway. So, and, and then, the, so, the, what happened was, I sniffed that out as bullshit, as I'm sure you did too, because it's gotten out of hand. I mean, it's just completely fucking ridiculous. The, you know, it's insane. This Russia's in, insanity. I, 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 I've, I've no words for it. And it's obviously obfuscating, it's obviously trying to restart this the Cold War thing. So, we spoke about that last week. And then it turned out during um, the week, the st- I surmised that it was the military-industrial complex thing. You know, the amount, we spoke about the amount of money, $740 billion a year, more than the, you know, it's like the top 15 other countries in the world or something like that. And it's actually worse than that. It's the Mar- America spends more than the 170 bottom countries in the world combined. But... um. 
uh, yeah, so I surmised it was the military-industrial complex. Turns out the, the source of that story that the Taliban were being paid by Russia, just say that out loud, it just sounds ridiculous even to, to, to think about it for half a second. Um, the source of that was actually the Afghan government because they don't want the, the Yanks to leave. Now, that's what's that's what's been reported. That and that's now confirmed. That's that's what happened. So the Afghan government doesn't want the American troops to leave because they're technically a puppet government. And I, I'm going to I'm going to guess that as soon as the Yanks leave, they're going to get overthrown. So they fabricated this story. But although the military industrial complex and the CAA and all these horrible nefarious um, uh, actors. Uh, weren't mentioned I'm going to say I'm going to suggest that they have plenty to do with this because there's no fucking way they don't want the troops to leave and Trump's trying to pull troops out of Germany as well by the way there's 34,000 troops in Germany from world left over from World War 2 not the same ones, different ones that replace them every now and again. But there's 34,000 of them. Trump was trying to pull something like 15,000 of them back home. And he can't do it. They won't let. They just won't let him fucking do it. So, so the, the thing is, uh, these Russian stories, you mu when you see these in the news, please, you have to be a bit cynical about them. I'm not saying that Russia is a good actor, or Vladimir Putin is a nice guy, or I want to go and live in Russia. N not, not saying any of that because this is what gets leveled at you as soon as you say anything nice, or not nice, but as soon as you critique your own side, you say, "Oh, I'm going to live in fucking Russia." No, I don't want to go and live in Russia. I want to live here. I don't want to live in America either, and I want them to stop going invading other people's fucking countries, right? I want an end of imperialism. Very simple. So, then this story pops up. This is fucking hilarious. U the U US says Russian hackers are trying to steal coronavirus vaccine research. <laughs> it's genuine. It's that's properly funny to me. I just I think that's insane. Now, are Russian hackers trying to? I don't know. Are they capable of it? I don't know what a hacker does. Probably, or American hackers. Well, you know that th that then brings you to the question: What we do know, or, or it, uh, it, it then raises the question: What we do know is that the NSA in America, the National Security Agency, records everything, everything we do, all our internet data, all our internet traffic. Uh, or phone well in America it's phone, they record everybody's phone calls all recorded and stored this is a part of what Ed, Edward Snowden released that information that he released they, they introduced I can't, I'm, going to get, I'm probably going to maul this but they introduced a, they passed a law that you were allowed to do on uh, wiretaps you know, record people's phone calls without going to a judge um, two steps away so if you're suspected of something the NSA can record your phone call the person that you're phoning 
Yes, that's right. And then the person that they have phoned. So it's like three steps, or two or three, I can't remember exactly what it is, but there's two or three steps. But what that effectively does, it means that the NSA can record anybody because everybody's only one or two steps away from everybody else. Do you know what I mean? Like a five degrees of separation thing. So there's all that going on. So we know that. We know what the NSA does. We know what the spies and the spooks and the security agencies are capable of. And this shit about Russia, it's just popping up every day in the fucking news. Every three, four days, there's another load of shit. It's, well, every week, let's say that. Every week, there's something else. And it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Please don't fall for it. And again, this is the point. I'm not saying that Russia's right or good or bad. I'm not saying anything about that. If, but eventually, Russia probably will do something. Because that's what countries do. These big, huge countries, they, they go and do horrible shit all over the place. And no one's going to believe it. Because you're going to go, oh, give me a break with it. Everything fucking Russia, Russia, Russia. And that's what you do. You dilute the message. You just you distill it down and it becomes so incre in, incredulous that eventually, the boy, the boy who cried wolf, that's shit, right? So, there we go. There's a, it's just another update on the Russia thing. Just be wary of it. I'm very wary of it. When anytime I see anything in the press that even mentions Russia, I, just, I, I, I automatically question it now. I have been for quite a while. And, um, yeah, so there you go. That's that. So, on to the next thing. So, I wanted to talk about the one of the... It's not... The, I'm not going to say it's the biggest story in Ireland, but it's one of the things... In Ireland, if you're not from here, we, like you, went through lockdown. We went through the whole thing, and we did it quite well. And now we've, more, both north and south, we've gotten on top of of the new cases. Deaths are zero, which is great. There's no, I don't think there's any new cases in the north. A lot, and there's very few in the south as well. I think a few, but not too many single digit sort of new cases but no deaths which is fantastic when you think of what we all had to go through to achieve that it's quite a lot the mental health burden on a lot of individuals the economic burden on the entire country and individually as well you talk about the economy but you also I mean you didn't go to work I didn't go to work you know, my, my 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 business is shut down. The music industry is fucking over. Um. So we all played our part. No, no matter how big, no matter how small. Some people didn't take a day off work. Some people worked in the in this the the heart of of the whole thing, working in hospitals. Then we had all we all know about our essential workers, our delivery drivers, and all those wonderful, wonderful people. And where would we be without them? So we've worked this, and we were all worried about this. You were worried about it. I was worried about it. I remember going to bed at night, waking at the start of the thing, and waking up in a in a bit of a sweat about it. You know, Jesus Christ, what is this? You know, 
and only two weeks previous, I was going, oh, it's only just a flu. And then, boom, two, three weeks later, the whole country shut down. You're not allowed to leave your house. Like, fucking hell. I had, we had to have, had to have a, my family here. We had to have a little chat with each other and reassure one another that we're going to do everything right. And we're going to get through this. So everybody went through a version of that, I assume. And we, not going to say we've beat the thing, but we're well on our way. We're over the hump. So, and then, this is what I'm going to talk about. Boom. New York Times headline. America, or Ireland has a new coronavirus fear. Americans who flout quarantine. I'll I'll read you just a tiny little bit from this. Um, So what this is about, if you don't know already, I'm sure you do. American tourists are coming in to Ireland. They're not allowed in the rest of Europe. I don't know why they're allowed in Ireland. And they're not, you're supposed to quarantine for 14 days. And they haven't been. And they're being quite American-y about it. Telling everybody to go fuck themselves, basically. Not having to go with you if you're an American. I love you, American brothers and sisters. You're my favourite people in the world. But get the fuck home, is basically what we're saying. Don't be coming here. Just don't, just don't come here. So, and this is the, the the obvious reason is because this can undo all the effort and all the work that I've just spoke about that we've just had this conversation about. It's a one way conversation. I accept that. But when you, whether we know where we are with these things, so on a scale. So let's say the scale. So you got. You got anti-maskers and fucking going to show you a little video about that in a second. Um, anti-maskers and um, you got people that think it's from it doesn't exist to it's not as bad as they're saying to people who are terrified. And you got this whole scale of concern, belief, etc., etc. But one thing that we all can agree on, and this is the important point. If this thing kicks off again, whether you believe this, that, or the other, the important the government believes it, right? The people in charge believe it. Now I believe it, so just let me um, say I'm I, I'm not a conspiracy theory about this. I believe the science. I I read a couple of science journals and stuff. I'll talk about them some other time. Actually, uh, a guy Morris McElwain sent me down a couple of science journals that his wife uh, gets. She's a scientist and. She sent me down some cool stuff to read. But anyway, that's another thing. But whether, where we all are on the spectrum of this thing, what we can all agree upon is that if this kicks off again, it's lockdown phase two. And nobody fucking wants that. So what I don't get, what I don't understand is why the government isn't being, isn't leading on this one. Because they have been you got to give the governments on this island, both the North and South, the word perfect, the North sort of laboured a little bit to get in line with the South because of the politics that we have on this in, in, in Ulster here. But eventually, everyone saw sense and we took care of it and we did the right thing and fucking worked. So why we're not being more aggressive 
when it comes to stopping American tourists coming from Texas Texas and Florida are the global hotspots for these outbreaks I'm going to show you some numbers I'm going to run through this real quick I'm not going to linger I'm sure you're sick of fucking hearing about coronavirus as am I <clears throat> excuse me but this is the fucking point and I don't this is the thing I'm not blaming the tourists I can't really but I do blame them to, to a point. I mean, I wish they'd just fuck off. I wish they would just be be more responsible and just fucking go home. have Go on holiday in California or Florida or somewhere else and come and see us next year. And we want you to come. But come and see us next year because we don't want you now. Because you haven't dealt with anything. I'm going to get on to that. I won't, I won't get ahead of myself here. So this is a report from... The New York Times, the the paper of note, as they call it. So, Janet Kavanaugh, whose electric bike tour company offers guided glimpses of Western Ireland's windswept landscape, saw her business come to a swift halt, along with everything else. Seems, didn't we all? She recently opened her doors, eager to restart business and make up for lost time. She had a number of other business owners say that Ireland faces a new and unpress a new and unexpected threat. Tourists, particularly American ones, who flout Ireland's quarantine rule. You have to quarantine for 14 days. That's the incub- incubatory period of the virus, right? With the pandemic still raging unabated in much of the United States, unlike in Europe, Americans are among those most likely to be infected. Where do you see this? I'm going to show you the numbers here. It's fucking shocking. They aren't the only tourists ignoring the requirement. True, they're not the only ones. The people arriving in Ireland isolate themselves for 14 days, but most of the public complaints involve Americans. I saw, I heard a, a, a journalist approach American tourists getting off the plane in Dublin airport, and the response when he put the microphone up and he says, Why do you, are you going to quarantine? He said, No. He says, Do you really think you should be coming here? And the response he said was, We're Americans, we do whatever we want. It's not endearing now, is it? It doesn't. So last weekend, Miss Kavanaugh cancelled a guided tour for two people who had arrived from the United States. She didn't think Ireland's travel quarantine and didn't think Ireland's travel quarantine applied to them. Why the fuck not? She said she felt the responsibility to turn them away for the safety of her staff and community. You don't want to be responsible. Blah, blah, blah. Another one here, hotel. Um, a couple of American tourists arrived. Uh, they wanted to book a reservation. The The hotel manager asked them, had, were they going to quarantine? They said no. And he says, no, I'm sorry, I can't take you booking. Right thing to do. Absolutely the right thing to do. So, now... This is the problem. We had a plane land in Dublin. There's a Dublin. There's a plane lands from Dallas in Dublin every week, right? Check this out. New reported cases by the day in Texas. Fifteen thousand cases as of that was two days ago, per day, right? You can see the chart here. And that's on the rise. For the people that are listening to this podcast, I've got a a graph on the screen, and it shows you the clear rise from April 
right through May, June, May, April and May, it was sort of level, a couple of little spikes. June started to go up, and then by the middle of June to today, it's like you've hit, it's hit the side of a mountain, and it's just away up from, I guess, and this is sort of fifteen hundred cases per day up to over fifteen thousand. This is current. There's planes landing from Dallas with these from that state with this sort of um statistic now here's another one this is the national one in america all this information i got off the new york times website they've got a quite a, a an extensive database of this information um and it's shocking so you can see there seems everywhere else so this is the national in, in, in america this is the national um key, uh, data so mid-march first cases in mid-march 5th 5th of march 12th 12th of, yeah 5th of march if, top these numbers are off the top of my head 5th of march was the first reported case in america i think no it wasn't but anyway it doesn't matter sorry so middle of march here this is the fifth i'm reckoning that 15th of march that's significant because i think sorry going off track middle of march it goes up all the national it goes up from zero up to thirty thousand per day and over thirty thousand per day and it sort of rumbles along like that you can see that it just sort of sits there then it starts to go down and that's when everything you know getting over the hump of this thing and that's a good that's a great success and then exactly the same as Texas, middle of june boom up it goes right up it goes. The Americans have abandoned social distancing, masks, bars are open, Every, right? We know this. Now, you might be asking yourself, what was the cause of this? Remember the Black George Floyd thing? It's only a month ago. That's what happened. Everyone just went out the fucking window, right? So, you say to yourself, you see that information sitting in front of you, and you say, well, obviously, the uh, the powers that be in Texas, tax now, it, it, some states are doing a little better than, or doing better than, much better than others. Certain states are doing terribly. Texas and Florida being the two that are doing the worst. Um, you think, well, they must be getting a handle on this. They must be. Uh, bringing in shutting down the businesses again they must have to go into a second shutdown because they didn't handle the first shutdown correctly which is what we're fucking afraid of because we did we handled it as well as we did which wasn't perfect but it worked and now we're going to fucking let american tourists coming from these places these these pandemic hotspots tech so Obviously, the tax, the governor of Texas must be a, must be on top of this. Must be. It couldn't. It couldn't be otherwise. He must have plans. There you go. The U.S. coronavirus. Texas governor confirms there is no Texas shutdown coming. That is today. Look at the date on it. Sorry, yesterday, Friday the seventeenth of July. There was plenty of speculation about a looming shutdown for Texas. Chatter such as this moves markets. The only give a fuck about is the stock market. And it's very wise indeed to stay abreast of it. Governor Abbott had said earlier that as long as Texans abide by the face mask mandate 
a shutdown would not be necessary. The caveat left, left the door open somewhat. He has subsequently made a clear TV interview. This is in inverted in speech brackets. Um, let me tell you, there is no shutdown coming. Right? So that's where we're, where we're at. There's a plane coming from Dallas every week. Loaded with American tourists who aren't quarantining and going out in and among us. And one of the fears that we have in Ireland as well. Ireland's very rural. So this thing kicked off when it did the time of year. We don't have a lot of tourists that time of year. And our rural communities, a lot of them went unscathed. Relatively unscathed to unscathed. If these tourists arrive and they start, where do they go? Obviously they go to the cities. They go out to the country because our country is very beautiful. They go to the rural places, the wee small villages, the wee cutesy postcard places that everybody wants to see when they come to Ireland. Right? And this is what we're afraid of. And it, 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 is, it is simply outrageous that... Um, it is quite. It is simply outrageous that these people won't quarantine. They won't quarantine. They won't wear face masks. They don't give a damn about social distancing. They're not taking it. All the things that we did, that we know work. And this is the thing. We know these things work. Countries have done it. Greece had a great success. New Zealand had a wonder. Was 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 a wonder. The economy's back up. It's all opened again. And that's what fucks me off about all of this. Because these fucking right wing pricks that we have running our country. And the Americans have run an air country and every... All they can give a fuck about is the economy. They're running the economies into the ground. New Zealand is opened. Its borders are closed, but the country's opened. For every for, for them to, you know, among themselves. They let certain... certain and, and then they're letting certain nationalities in, depending on how how they dealt with the virus. So, it's, it's just fucking... It's staggering. It's absolutely flabbergasting. And... I, I I would call on our leaders to they need to they need to step up and they need to tell the the Yanks you if if you, personally me shut them down get the fuck I've been saying that for months anyway about everybody I think we're in an island here we could have dealt with this easy for us this should have been easier because we're an island shut it fucking down everyone stay in the house for a couple of months. And we're done. And instead, we're going to fucking go through all this, all the trauma, mental and physical, go through all that, and American tourists are going to be landing fucking loaded with this shit. So, there's that. It's fucking depressing. So, I wanted to show you this video. This isn't depressing, this is funny. So there's this, there's these dudes, and they're Californian surfer dudes, right? And I, I just I don't know where I find this video. I found I found it on on, it wasn't even on YouTube, but I, I've since hunted the guys down and I subscribed to them. Now. They made me laugh so much. Um, it gives you this is only half the video. It's only two minutes, so. If you're, if you're listening to this, what it is is two, two. You'll get the gist of it. It's two dudes, Californian, like like Bill and Ted. They're the real deal. 
and they're trying to give out masks along one of them wonderful beachfront places in, in Los Angeles or California somewhere. All right, so let's see if this works. Here we go. Everything now. No, no, sea salt. Sea salt. Other salt, you can get fucking, it can kill you. What's your cause? Nudist for masks. Seriously? Yeah, we're nudists. <laughs> Right on. A little bit of action there. I hang out on a couple nude beaches myself. Oh, right on, dude. Oh, yeah. Drop a little dong there, yeah. That's how you guys call it. Dropping dong. Dropping dong. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Do you need a mask? No, thank you. Why not? Because I live here. What do you mean? Uh, hey, do you guys don't. need a mask? No, we don't. Why? You don't? Look at this. Because there's this thing called coronavirus. Look at really? this t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it's a bullshit lie. Really? Yeah, I know. Go fuck Who made up the lot? Hey, go fuck yourself. What? <laughs> He's pissed. I love passion. Yeah, me too. Hello, Pinky. <laughs> you need masks? No. Alright, see you later. Do you guys have masks? No. You guys are just going around willy nilly with no masks? Yeah. yeah. If I give you these masks, are you guys gonna wear them? Sure. You swear on it? Yes. On Tyler the Creator? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, wow. That's brilliant. I love that. Sorry, I just stopped the video there. Brilliant. Do you swear on Tyler the Creator? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Later. Dude, everyone here is so cool. You're hanging out masks if you want. Oh, I have masks. I have a lot too. Thank you. Why aren't you guys wearing them? Oh, okay. That makes sense. So no, I'm good, thanks. Damn it. Are you pro mask, bro? Do you want a mask? Thanks. It's all fake, dude. Come on. I'm good, man. No, man, that's just no. some, that's a fraud, I like, bro. I like freedom, dog. I like I like fresh air. Just shut down the fucking country, that's bullshit, yeah, dude. I'm good. But does wearing a mask shut down the country? When you close down half the economy, yeah. Yeah, pretty I much. think so. But can't we open it up quicker if we all wear masks? No, yes. dude, that's a talking point on the TV, bro. Idiots. Idiots. Japan didn't shut its country down at all. Right? They didn't shut their economy down at all. Everyone just wore a mask. 1,000 deaths. Japan's a densely populated... Well, the cities are. 1,000 deaths. That's it. That's, that, was the, that was the peak of it for them. This is my point. Ugh. Drives you nuts. These guys are great. The, for those of you that are listening to this as well, rather than watching it, they're carrying a sign saying God loves masks. So, somebody asks them about that in a second. What? What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? What? Do you know what a muzzle is? No. Who's got you guys? Oh, good question. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. Just a benevolent, superseding intelligence. Hey, what's up, Rick? So fucking cool. Dude, Rick is the coolest, dude. What up, dude? Do you, you wear a mask? God does love me. Do you wear a mask? What? God loves me, fuck you. I think he's oh, he's coming back. <laughs> Do you need a mask? Fucking brilliant. Get ready to run. <laughs> what else you want? Just to give masks. No, look, if you're not making my fucking rights and not my rights, first of all. We're just trying to hand I out. I don't give a fuck what you're trying to do. You believe in a mask? I don't. 
That's cool. Fucking leave it alone. We're just, if you want some of me, come on and get this. No, we're not trying to fight we're anyone. We just want to hand out masks. Yeah, we're, do you want the mask? Maybe we do a happy hour at Sharky's later. <laughs> well, we learned a valuable lesson today. Don't hand out masks when you're wearing sandals, dude. If you're going to hand out masks, wear shoes you can fight in. Or run. Better to run. And don't bring your favorite shirt, because it might get muffed up. Yep. So there you go. That's what... Imagine that fucking idiot landing in Dublin airport. A fucking plane load of them. And I don't... I'm not, I'm not ragging on fucking Yanks. I, I like America. I like... I, I, I'm fucking... A, I'm a, a product of your, your cultural empire. But we're a fucking mask. Quarantine. My brother's coming home from America next month, emigrating back from San Francisco, him and his beautiful family. They can't wait to get out of it. Every, you think everyone's nuts? Been over there fucking 15 years. Can't take it anymore. But anyway, again, not having to go with America, but fuck me. Sometimes it's hard not to. Okay, so there we go. I didn't, I didn't want, again, I, I said this, at the, at the, I'm not going to talk about coronavirus too much. It's a, obviously, it's the fucking thing, right? I'm not going to talk about it all the time. I don't want to because I'm not qualified and there's a lot of fucking misinformation out there. We all know, you know, no ma that's again, no matter where you are on this scale, on this spectrum, you know, there's bullshit all over the fucking place. And I'm not qualified. I follow the science. The science says this, I'll go with it. Um, rather than somebody ranting into a fucking, in, a, in some car and ranting into a phone sitting outside a fucking McDonald's in Florida. That to me isn't evidence of fucking anything. Except certain people shouldn't be allowed phones. But anyway, so there we go. So that's that. On to the next thing. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Let me get this. Here we go. G fucking four fucking S. What a bunch of cunts. Right? So I'm going to read you this article here. This was in FT. Oh shit. Where's it going? Oh, my phone's in. So. Oh, here we go. G4S. Group 4 Security, they used to be called. Remember that? And then they changed to uh, G4S, rebranded, because they were involved in a fucking scandal. I remember it well. And they've been scandal-ridden. Literally scandal ridden. It's one thing after another with these dicks. So, what what they've done there? Now this is last week, right? So they could find thirty thirty eight point five million. If you can believe that, thirty eight point five million. And 
what it was, it was to do with tacking and tracking, uh, tr- uh, tags, you know, the ankle bracelets and, and tracking and of, of prisoners. Basically for years what they were doing is they were they were saying that they, they were billing for prisoners who had been released, prisoners who had died, all this sort of stuff. So they got the one of the biggest fines uh, They, they, they got one of the biggest fines it was ever given out in, cor- in British corporate history. The biggest fine, actually. Sorry, I just have to pull this article up because... Um, oh, fuck's sake. The fucking... Sorry, give me a sec. G4S News. News, 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 news. Okay. 30... I want to fucking type the bloody thing in before it'll come up on Google. See, this is this stuff. It's amazing to me this stuff because there's never any punishment. That's the point, really. There's never any punishment for the people at the top. Now, the reason that they never got punished for this, and there is a reason, is because they agreed to. Uh, help the inquiry. My God, I am getting fucking spammed. Here, I can't get anything up. 14 days free. I'm a subscriber, you bastards. Piss off. Oh, God. Oh. No, fuck. It's okay. Yeah. So, this is the point. So I tried to pull an article up there to read to you, but read a section of it. But I've uh, I can't log in because of no internet out here. I was hotspotting from my phone. My phone's just turned off. So there we go. That's where we are. So, but I know, I know, I know what I wanted to say anyway. So they got fined thirty-eight point five million. They got like a discount. They got something like twenty percent of that taken off because they helped the investigation. Right, but there's a reason that this is the fucking point. There's a reason not to help the investigation, because Sir Serco, which is another company just like G4S, a few years ago they were up to some shit as well, and they didn't help the investigation. And now two of them are going to two of them are, are currently being dragged through the courts. Looks like they're going to go to jail. Two 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 executives. So G4S then comes along a couple of years later. They're up to some horrible shit. They get asked to help the investigation, and they do. But they do it only because of the, cir- the circle guys two or three years earlier. Because they obviously went, tell, tell, them what they, tell them what they need to know, because they're going to find out anyway, first start. It, it's a serious fraud office, SFO it's called. Um, the SFO are going to find out anyway, and then we're going to go to jail. right? I think someone should go to jail anyway, because someone made the decision. Someone made the decision to commit the fraud. They knew it was going on. And now they're all, oh my God, this goes against our corporate principles. We want to be a good corporate citizen, which is a fucking laugh. There's no such thing. So, uh, there you go. So I've got to be thinking, serious fraud office. Um, yeah. So the, the 44 million uh, was 38.5 million. And then with, with yes, so 44, it was 
38.5 million and then they had to pay the series fraud offices costs that bumped it up to 44 million but then they got a bit it was actually more than that they got a discount because they helped the thing so so that's that right so that's last week so here's something that here's something two days later G4S selected to run Wellingborough Mega Prison. You cannot make this shit up. I'm not joking. Private firm G4S has been selected as a preferred bidder to run a new mega prison. The BBC understands. I hate the way the BBC uses fucking wishy-washy language. They know full well. They always give themselves an out. It is believed the contract is to operate Wellingborough Prison in Northamptonshire will be for 10 years and at a cost of 300 million. The company has been told it has been chosen but the contract has not been ratified and could be challenged. Right? Uh, the decision comes as a surprise after G4S was stripped, stripped of its contract to run Birmingham Prison following a damning inspection which said the prison was in a state of crisis. The company also gave up running Medway's Secure Training Centre in Kent, Brookhouse Immigration Removal Centre near Gatwick Airport, after undercover, undercover filming by the BBC's Panorama programme showed inmates and detainees allegedly, allegedly being mistreated. Why the wishy-washiness? They were being mistreated. Allegedly. Fuck off. However, G4S has been praised for its running of four... Oh, there we go. There's the fucking... So... Uh, Sodaxo Circle and blah, 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 all these other bastards are all, they'll probably challenge it, but it's it's been decided. So, G4S, so let's let's get this fucking straight here, right? G4S has just been fined 44 million for being rotten bastards. They've give up running Medway Secure Training Center, Brookhouse Immigration Train, uh, Immigration Removal Center after detainees were and i'm not going to say allegedly they were mistreated right so they gave those up it was so bad that they had to give those up whenever you say mistreated what do you mean by that did they did they not let someone out in the yard for a, a, a walk or did they did, were they did, did one of the guards hit someone well it was obviously much more than that. If this company gave up these contracts, this Wellingborough one, although it's a mega prison, is worth three hundred million. So these other contracts were not insignificant. I think it's safe to say that they were worth multiple tens of millions each, and they gave them up because of detainees and inmates being mistreated. Like you're in jail, that's not bad enough. You fucking get mistreated by fucking security guards. I mean, it's it's outrageous. Now. The private prison complex, that industry, is a fucking disgrace across the board. Should not exist. This is, the, and this is my thinking about this. I've been, I've been very um, uh, animated about the private prison industry for years, and this is, this is my thinking, and it's a moral, it's a moral uh, choice that I'm. It, it's a moral. Uh, position that I'm taking on this it's simple as this if people are in jail it's because first of all they've done something wrong right but we need to as a society accept that our society has also failed them in some way very rarely will you give someone in prison that wasn't failed by 
various systems. And don't come at me with this fucking bleeding heart liberal shit. It's, it's, the evidence is out there. I'm not saying don't punish people that, that, that do wrong. But if punishment is your own, is the only thing you do, then what you do is you damn them to do wrong in the future. Mental health services are being decimated. We've had, we've gone through 12 years, 10 years, 11 years of Tory austerity. We know all this stuff. All in, the community centres are closed down. Schools are being underfunded. Etc. 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 The list is endless. We know what's what's been going on. So then you act surprised whenever whenever this generation, the half, some of them end up, more of them end up in jail. The UK jails more of its citizens than any other country in Europe. And we have taken on the American model of the private prison industrial complex, and it is a fucking disaster. A disaster. There was a judge in, was it Wisconsin, recently jailed for the rest of his life because he was putting children in jail and he was getting paid. He was getting paid. He was getting $1,000 a child and they'd paid him over a million dollars over the course of a decade. And this is what it can lead to. And this is my point. We as a society have to accept responsibility for the wrongs and the feelings of our society to make it better for all. And that includes our prisoners. The last thing we should be doing is allowing someone to make a profit off of prisons. It's disgusting. We should be motivated to ensure that whatever happened in that person's life that saw them, their life path, take them to a prison, we as a society should be highly motivated to make sure that that doesn't happen again. And instead, what are we? Servants of the fucking stock market. Servants to capitalism, which only only values profit knows the fucking price of everything and the value of nothing and it is disgusting that we're even having this fucking discussion there shouldn't be a private prison well you might say why should society pay for why can we not unburden ourselves of that expense it costs more here's one for you in America, now you tell me how this isn't going to, how this doesn't, how is this not going to lead to more prisoners? The state that has the prison, that has employed the private company to run the prison, is contractually obliged to provide clients. Think about that for one second. To provide fucking clients. That's what they call them. The prisoners. Right? And if the state doesn't provide the fucking clients, the private prison operators can sue the state to be 
to make up for the revenue. In all states in America, private prison labour is... Did you know... Can you remember a couple of years ago the California wildfires? Do you know that half... Those firemen that you were seeing on the television, half of them were all prisoners. And they were being paid something like a dollar and a half a day, something ridiculously low. Just give them... And they trained to be firefighters to do this. Then when they get out of prison, they can't get a fucking job in the fire service doing that. Because they've been in jail. They're fucked. They're not allowed to vote. Uh, the the prison labour system. Uh, Victoria's Secret Lingerie is made by prisoners. Uh, bulletproof Vests is made by... Pr- some, some companies. Bulletproof Vests. What was the one I heard the other day? There was another one. But that's the American system. Now, we're not there... But we're going there. Don't think you're not. It's one of the reasons I follow American politics so closely. Because I do. Because when you look at our leaders, they're they're lockstep with the American American capitalism. Capitalism was born in England. Don't forget about that. They want to take us to that. They think that's a good thing. They don't see it as a failure. All the things that I see as a failure that you probably see as a failure. Morality. They don't give a fuck. That's a, an, an economic term. It's an externality. And they don't consider them. Externalities don't exist. And that's... It, it's, it's fucking outrageous. This firm, to me, has proven that they're incompetent. That they don't deserve this. But they'll get it. And that'll be that. And it'll end up on the fucking news. And we'll allow your prisoners to go back into society more broken than when they went into prison. And we'll blame them. And they, they rightly so, they should take a part of the blame. There's nothing nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that, they, that they're blameless. I'm not saying that they're innocent angels. I, was, I watched a, a program that was about the American prison system and it was a documentary it was years ago and I can't remember what Scandinavian country the filmmakers went to let's say Sweden for argument's sake and they went and visited the governor of a prison at his home and they were comparing the two systems the American system the private prison system and their state run system And the governor of the prison in Sweden was talking about all the rehabilitation that they engage in with the prisoners. And they were comparing recidivism rates. They were comparing prison populations to begin with, for example. Starting there and going forward. And the governor was highly motivated to rehabilitate and not punish you got to remember this. Being in prison is the punishment. That's the punishment. And while we have these people locked up, we must, must endeavour to rehabilitate them. We must. But the gov- when the governor was asked about why he was highly motivated to, to rehabilitate them, he said, because they're going to be released. 
They may, they may, they may move next to me. They, they may move next to my my kids. They may, they may see them walking down the road one day. Now, is that not motivation enough? As if you needed any. If you take it, take the moral out of it. You might bump into them in the street. They might move next to you. So you want them rehabilitated. So take, take so let's call that selfishness. Take that out of it. The economics doesn't work. It costs more to run these fucking monstrosities. Keeping people in, you can keep a man, for what it costs to put someone in prison, you, it's cheaper to send two of them to Eton. Think about that. For what it costs to send someone to prison per year, you can send two people to Eton, the college, the posh place, where all the fucking wankers go. But we choose to send them to prison. We don't we don't help them when they're starting out in life, working through working class, poverty stricken communities. And then we blame them when they turn to crime. And again, I'm not saying don't they did it, they're gonna do the time. There's there's no getting around that. But we must be motivated as a society to stop them from making doing the crime in the first place in order that, that, that we don't have to put them in prison. But we don't. We create mega prisons. Our system doesn't work. That system doesn't work. This is a moral issue. This is also financial as well. Morality. We should be taking care of our own, our own prisoners. And we should be working hard to rehabilitate them, giving them every chance in life, as we should be with every citizen in the country. If they need mental health services, they get mental health services. If they need drug rehabilitation, they get it. If they need childcare so that there's a parent or, or there's, there's people at home to raise the children. Everyone's not just working fucking all the time in order just to keep a roof over your head and the child's being raised feral. Half feral. All these things all contribute, they all add up. This is a disgrace. I hate these things. I hate these this race to privatise. We're losing our NHS. It's gone. Forget about it. It's over. And then when the one man that does come along in England that looks like he's got a shot at saving it. They fucking crucify him. But that's another story. But anyway, there we go. I'm going to call this. Listen, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, like I said, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, head over to the YouTube channel. I'm going to be starting to chop these up into little sections. So that it's quite long. It's like an hour or whatever it's going to be. I don't know what this is coming in at, but yeah, about an hour. So I'm going to chop it up into its smaller sections, a bit more digestible. And uh, so if you're listening to the podcast, like, share, subscribe, head over to the YouTube channel, give us a little, the same, give us a wee follow, click the bell twice, all that shit. 
and because you get the subscribe and then you got to click it again to get the notification which defies logic if you click the thing once you think you want the notification but obviously that's not what youtube think and i've teed up a couple of great interviews i've got a couple of great things coming so i'm going to be talking with rachel Coyle, uh who spoke to before of Sinn Féin but we're going to be talking about feminism within socialism within in, in Ireland and I've got a couple of special guests coming in we're go so I'm going to sort of moderate the thing the little discussion that we're going to have I'm really looking forward to it it's going to be special it's going to be different um, and then just the other I've got a cracking interview coming it's an Irish language thing but it's a unionist here in Lurgan who is wrote a book about all this stuff so I'm going to talk to him as well it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. So I have a couple of things to do at the start of the week. And then I'll get, hopefully get one of those teed up for next week. I don't know which one, but we'll see what happens. But I think that's it. Yeah, that's me. Okay, everybody. Take care. Um, stay safe. Get the mask heels on whenever you're going shopping, please. See any Americans. Fucking stay away from them. Don't be bastards. And uh, see you in the next one.